following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Open in the corner, Spencer Johnson for three, and he knocks it down. Spencer Johnson. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, to get you ready for BYU versus San Diego State. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. I am Ben Bagley, and tonight, the BYU Cougars face a familiar foe in the San Diego State Aztecs, as tonight becomes the latest chapter in an old Mountain West Conference rivalry. BYU leads the all-time series 50-27 to and has an impressive 30-4 to record against the Aztecs in the comfy confines of the Marriott Center and look to improve on that tonight. The Aztecs come into Provo ranked 17th in the AP preseason poll and ranked 26th in the Ken Palm rankings. Granted, this is off of one regular season game only. Like BYU, the Aztecs won their season opener. They played against Cal State Fullerton senior forward Jadon Ledee had 27 points in that Aztec win on 10 of 15 shooting. Aztec senior guard Darian Trammell, one of their team leaders, didn't play in Monday's season opener as he's recovering from a shoulder injury. Uh, it's an old shoulder injury that flared up in October. He, didn't, he did participate Wednesday in a full practice for the first time and is officially a game-time decision for tonight's game. The Cougars, for their part, are coming off a win over Houston Christian that saw Mark Pope's squad hoist up 43 three-point attempts, hitting only hitting 15 of those 43, including Trevin Nell earning his mantra, the shot doctor, as he went 5 for 9 from 3. Spencer Johnson led all scorers in that win with 20 points. Richie Saunders started his sophomore campaign in that game with 9 points, but also had 5 defensive boards, and is still, and that's important because he is our pregame interview, and I talked to him about the defense and his increased presence in that defense in our pregame conversations, but we started by talking about what he's learned about this BYU team thus far this season. Yeah, I think it's a, you know, like like you said, it's just the second game first real game under our belt but um learning a lot but i'd say like the one thing is that we need each other <laughs> you know like we're a team where we have to be on both ends together um our defensive end needs to be a together thing and um like you saw on um i think it was monday it was the the ball movement was really good and that's like that has to be there consistently and there's a whole lot more we're gonna learn so <laughs> Yeah, game two. We'll see. It's a little bit of a different test, but I think I think it's interesting. You went defense when you said playing together because I my mind automatically went back to last Monday and how well the ball did move. But you brought up defense first. So for the average fan, it's easy to see the ball move offensively. What does it mean when the team's playing together and you guys need each other on the defensive end? Yeah, like everybody has their specific roles um, on the defensive side, and it's constantly changing. As in, say, I'm guarding the ball and then versus I'm off the ball versus I'm the bottom um, under the hoop. Uh, I get consistently changes. And so, like, you know, we just need to be all on the same pitch and have each other's backs. So that's kind of what I mean. Like, we spend a lot of time watching the other team and scouting their plays. And so we know them. And with that, we all got to do our part and um it's just really like it's a it's a it's a gang defense and 
um, that being said, like it has to finish with a, we call it a gang rebound where we're all, um, even though one person gets the rebound, we all are involved and we're all um, have a part in it. What about your game personally? How's your game changed last year, first year, second year now here at BYU, getting a little bit more time in one single game, but like, where has your game evolved from year one to year two? Yeah, um, I think it's, I'm grateful that it's a continuous evolution. Um, but this far as my defensive side, I've tried to be, uh, I've spent countless hours with coaches, with different trainers, um, really working on that defensive side um, where I can hopefully and continue to grow into that of a, a, um, an elite defender. Um, and, you know, like on the offensive side, like we're, I, I'm, so glad that we got however many 30 more games that we can grow as a team, but also me as a person. Um, because, you know, like I, um, I am, I've really worked hard on my mid range game on getting a floater and, um, only had about two attempts so far, but that'll continue to go up as the season progresses. But, um, I'm just continuing to learn a little about myself and about the team. So. You, you, you're bringing up a trend here. I'm noticing you, you, defense versus offense. Would you rather play defense? Because I'm getting a sense, like all of a sudden, <laughs> this pride in defense. That oh. like, I just want to get shots up. Let's get shots up. But you're like, no, I, I, I got to be an elite defender. Maybe in high school it was like that, and I love love the love the offensive side. But um, both sides are so important to getting a win, um, and. I've seen a lot of growth that I've needed to make on that defensive end. So maybe that's why I'm talking a lot about that because it is a big focus right now. But that being said, like the offensive side is um, something I'm like, we're, we're working on every single day, three times a day, you know, like it's, it's all, it's all just a, a big grind that we're glad we can do. Well, one thing I've noticed uh, about your game, especially Monday, but also last season, a little bit defensively, you come in and, with your length and, and frankly your energy, you're a little bit of a disruptor on that defensive side. Is that kind of your goal, or do you want to be something a little bit different defensively than just a disruptor? No, I, I think a disruptor is a great um, it's a great word that I'm trying to grow into. You know, like I um, and hopefully I can grow into being able to do that with a super solid defensive background. But um, you know, like that's a disruptor is 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 a great word i'd love to love to fill into that so yeah we're gonna put a pin in the uh richie saunders defensive player of the year conversation we'll circle back around to that later in the season <laughs> but let's talk about monday's game a little bit something that i don't know that uh outsiders saw coming was 43 three-point attempts now i i hate to break the news to you that's a lot but that puts you at number two <laughs> in the country because high point outshot you guys with four more three-point attempts is the three-pointer like, are we going to see more games of 30-plus three-point attempts from BYU this year? You know, I, I definitely definitely think so. Um, one of our strengths is we shoot. We have some great shooters, Trevin, Nell, and Spencer Johnson, and Jackson Robinson, and Dallin Hall, and we just can keep going down the line of just great shooters. And so um, we're trying to see how can we use that um, strength of ours to help us win games. And so um, I – guarantee that you'll see more um more games with a lot of threes um yeah 
Yeah, that was fun to kind of watch the three-pointer shots. You guys actually shot 52, uh, 50, about 52% of your field goal attempts on Monday were three-pointers. More three-point attempts than uh, two-point attempts in the game, which is rare. That's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's end with this. You guys got San Diego State tonight. Uh, there's history here, obviously, in the Mount West Conference days. You followed this rivalry as a child a little bit. There's the Jimmer days. There's the Kawhi. There's the show versus the rock. I mean, this this rivalry's uh, there's some depth to that. What do you like about a game like this against a team that there's history between the two schools? Yeah, I, I love like this is one of my favorite favorite games, favorite rivalries. Even growing up, I can remember staying up late and watching it with my mom as we're watching Jim and Kawhi, like those those greats. Um, but to play in it, to have this game, especially this early in the season, is is super like I'm super grateful for it um it's a test to see where we are and um what we're made of um but just I love the history of it and just to be able to participate in it is a is an honor and um you should expect good things out of it because we're we're working and we have been working um and it'll be a fun one I got one question about San Diego State and I want to close with a with a question about playing them but with San Diego State uh, on tape, what have you guys seen that you guys uh, expect to see uh, in the game tonight? Yeah, they are they are very tough, like physically tough. They're a tough team. Um, and going back to defense, their defense is is really good. They um, they scratch, they claw, they are just strong. Um, and so we, it's a great test for us to see how are we going to protect the ball, um, and how can we show our toughness um, and not, not let their toughness out tough us. All right. We'll close with this against San Diego state, your mentality. Would you rather play in front of the rock, hit a big three and hear them cheer for you or hit a big three at San Diego in front of the show and shut them up? <laughs> I love the rock. That's all I got to say is <laughs> I, I love just that's one of the feelings that is super dear to me. I got, it's just, it's an incredible one. And so Excited to have this year um, having the rock right there to support us because, man, they, they really do make a difference. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Mountain America Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with the one and only Mark Durant. Mark, it's two games in a row. I am blessed to be able to have this conversation with you. You are pretty lucky, uh, Ben. I mean, that's that's it must be a real thrill for you, a highlight of your career to be able to do that with me. But uh, I'm happy to, to do it with you as well, my friend. You know, I like you so much. We go way back, and uh, you're a great man. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, there is no doubt in my career I have talked to a lot of great people, and you are one of them. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the game tonight. Well, first, let's talk about the game from Monday night. What surprised you in the opening game for BYU? Well, I was, uh, I guess, pleasantly surprised with uh, how kind of 
kind of where they're at. Um, uh, uh, you know, exhibition games and early games are often riddled with turnovers and uh, trying to figure out chemistry and uh, just doesn't look good. Even when you win, it doesn't look particularly good. But th- that game was really good. Turnovers were low, ran the offense well. Uh, obviously, the opponent wasn't wasn't great, but sometimes when you're playing against a, an opponent that's not very good, you get sloppy and, and do some things. And so, I, overall, I just I was pleased with the, where this team's at. I think the trip to Europe in the summer and the experience of coming back and all these guys have played together for so long, for the most part. I just I think they look like they're in in uh, kind of not midseason, but you know. 10 or 15 games in, you, it usually takes you that to get where they're at right now. So I think that will help them in this game as well. As uh, you, you know, I always like to play really good teams really early because they sometimes haven't figured themselves out yet. And uh, to the extent BYU knows who they are and what they want to do and, and takes care of the basketball, they might catch a team like San Diego State off guard that's got a lot of new players and lost some seniors. And maybe, maybe that'll be an advantage for BYU. You got about this team knowing who they are, which I was going to get to, but you kind of you, you know it right on the head. The fact that this, the bones or the skeleton of this team is, is guys that have played together already. I mean, you're adding a few pieces in here and there, some guys like Alec Leifu and stuff. But the majority of these guys played with each other last year. The trip to Europe a huge benefit for this team, and it's nice to be able to have that. But what they're doing is they're playing something a little bit different. We saw it on Monday night. And a lot of the fans noticed it. Is, is Well, it's hard not to notice when your team shoots 43 three-point attempts. Now, I'm not saying they're going to hit 43 tonight, but talking to the players and coaches, it seems like this is what you're going to see from BYU basketball. They're looking to hit 30 or so a night. Yeah, clearly that's that's the approach. That's the game plan. That's what Mark Pope wants to play, how he wants to play. And... Uh, Clearly, they shot a lot the other night. I mean, that was an obscene amount of threes. I don't think they can do that most of the most of the nights, partly because you're going to have a team like San Diego State, let's say, who has real size and quickness and athleticism, athleticism on the perimeter. Um, so it's going to be harder to get the looks you want. So, you know, HCU is one thing. Uh, San Diego State is another. But I do think you, you're going to see more threes than you would typically see from BYU. That's, that's, that's what they want to do. And uh, so maybe you'll see around 30, 35 tonight if if BYU plays the way they want to play rather than the 43, but that's still a lot. And and, and another thing is, Ben, you know, anybody can shoot the three. Uh, You can hook up 40 every night if you want, but what you want is to have good looks from the three. You want to have that be, you know, a high percentage shot for you. You want to be shooting around 40%. Uh, if you shoot 43s and you're shooting 20%, that's not great. But if you can shoot 35, 40, 45%, you'll win a lot of games. And So we'll see how it goes for BYU against a more athletic, longer team that's going to be able to defend the three. Uh, and, and then the other part of what I like that what BYU is trying to do, it's not just about shooting the threes, but then really crashing the boards on those threes because when you shoot threes you're going to have long misses it's great opportunity for offensive rebounds that should be part of your offense is let's go get those offensive rebounds and and score on second chance opportunities you saw that was amazing the other night against HCU again it's going to be harder against a team like San Diego State but man shoot the three but then really crash the boards and try and give yourself multiple opportunities every possession yeah rebounding especially on the offensive side it was a lost art for a while but the analytics and stat nerds are coming back saying rebounds shockingly 
are quite important in today's game if you go by the numbers. So is BYU, uh, I think the, the conversation I just had with Richie Saunders, he mentioned that they want a gang rebound on both ends of the floor. So, yeah, BYU showing that as well. This game's fun, though, Mark. BYU-San Diego State comes with quite a bit of history. I mean, before before Jimmer and Kawhi, it was okay, but those guys seem to like take this this game, this rivalry, to the next level. And since then, whether it's it's the Aztecs here with the Rock or BYU down there with the show or just the back and forth between the two fan bases, this game's fun. I love it. I love I love the history. Uh, I mean, I go. I remember going to San Diego as a young boy, watching Devin Durant and Danny Ainge go up against Tony Gwynn and Michael Cage. Michael Cage, one of the best players I've ever seen in my life, and and, and then I remember playing against San Diego State, going down to the old Sports Arena, whatever they call it there, and that was one of the few games I ever actually. I made some free throws late to to win that game, and uh, so that that was one of the few times that ever happened. So that was a special memory, and just playing against those guys, and then. You know, being in the same conference for a while. And then when we were out of the conference, I thought, well, that's the end of the San Diego State rivalry, right? Because that's how it's been with most rivalries. But I love the fact that San Diego State is willing to play BYU in the home and homes. It's not neutral court. It's not two for one. They've been willing to continue on the rivalry. And they've had great teams. And and we've had great teams. And the Jimmer years were just amazing games. And San Diego State's built such a great program. And and just the games back and forth that I've I've seen in in just in the last five or six, five to ten years has been a really nice continuation of the rivalry and have been some of the best games. So, I love it. I love the fact that they continue to play. I'd actually, you know, some people have different feelings about this. I'd love to see San Diego State in the Big 12. I think they, you know, basketball-wise, they've, they've shown that they belong in that. And then you'd have a place like Southern California in the conference, which I think would be great. But anyway, that's not for me to decide. But I'd like to see it because I just I just really liked San Diego State over the years. And the fact that they've been willing to play BYU has been a great rivalry. San Diego State may or may not have had a chance to be a member of the Big 12, but kind of put their eggs in the Pac-12, which is dead basket. So uh, that, that, that was unfortunate for them. You talk about this game and the fact that they, they're willing to play this game and they're playing home and homes every year. Is it like this is a big game and it helps both teams, whether it's the, in, the, in the, with the RPI, which is dead, but if it, it, net, net rankings, all these other things. So when it comes to March, and you're looking at brackets and tournament seedings. These, this is what they like to call a resume game for both teams. Is it too early to look at this game as a resume game and as a big game, or or is it just hey, let's look at this as game two and go from there? Oh, I I, I look at it as uh, as a resume game for for either team. I mean, if SDSU comes in and beats BYU on on their home court, that's going to be something they can hang their hat on. And it it's not as important as as it's been for BYU in the past years, where the preseason where they really had to build their case for postseason play. Uh, but I, I do think this is a great opportunity for BYU because San Diego State, to me, is probably what you're going to see. I would say, you know, middle top top tier of the Big 12. And so you get a chance to see how is this team going to compete against really good teams that have real good athleticism. And if BYU can win here in this building, there's no reason for me to think they can't win uh, against the, most of the teams in, in the Big 12 in this building. And so it's a good opportunity to kind of stake your claim and say hey we're here and we're going to have to be dealt with and and we're a good team and it'll build confidence and and even with the big 12 schedule this would be a great win on your postseason resume well mark i'll let you go for a minute you can get kind of reacquainted with jason shepherd as the two you'll be having the call 
coming up here in about a half hour. I tell you, Jason Shepard gets better looking and younger every time I see him. It's depressing. He's, he's an impressive person. Isn't that right, Jason? You get better looking and younger every time I see you. Uh, I don't believe that's the case, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to allow it this time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for allowing that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you coming up here in a minute. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment with one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tire, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look to, at some of the other scores in college hoops. Also, an update from Southfield. As one of the teams got on the board early, I'll tell you who it is. Coming up next, you're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live, here's Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll turn it over to Jason Shepard and Mark Durant coming up here in just a moment. Earlier today, the BYU women's hoops team hosted Weber State, and the Cougars came out hot from the opening tip, outscoring the Wildcats 45-14 to in the first half. Lauren Gustin led BYU with 24 points and 12 rebounds, while Kaylee Woolston chipped in with 16 as the Cougars moved to 2-0 early in the season with a 77-49 win. Right now, over at Southfield, the number one-seeded BYU Cougars are looking for revenge over in-state rival Utah State in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Kendall Peterson with an early goal for BYU, assisted by Jamie Shepard. BYU currently up 1-0 with 30 minutes remaining in the first half of play, so BYU up 1-0 on the Aggies. Taking a look at the Big 12 scoreboard, Another night of games tonight in the Big 12. Few of them underway. Cincinnati's up 77-37 on Detroit Mercy. Miami, uh, 13th Miami is hosting UCF, and they have the lead over the over the Knights, 52-39. Monmouth leading West Virginia, 49-40. That game with 12 and a half minutes left in the second half. Number one, Kansas up 29-15 on Manhattan, and Kansas State up 22-14 on Bellarmine. And one other game already in action is Oklahoma's up 24-10 to on Mississippi Valley State. That's your Big 12 scoreboard. Some more games coming up later tonight. BYU tips off uh, at the top of the hour. Also, Delaware and number, 15, uh, number 18, Texas, also will be in action a little bit later tonight. Coming up next, we'll send you over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Jason Shepard. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. Tonight, we've got a matchup of former conference foes as the Cougars host the 17th-ranked San Diego State Aztecs, a team that, while falling short, played in last year's NCAA championship game. My name is Jason Shepard. I'm joined by former BYU hoopster and 
longtime radio analyst who's waving to absolutely no one right now, Mark Durant. Uh, Mark, both BYU and San Diego State won their season openers, so both come into tonight 1-0. and oh. We spent so much time talking about all the great matchups we're looking forward to with BYU now in the Big 12. How about tonight's non-conference matchup? Not bad for just the second game of the year. Yeah, I think this is a great matchup, and it almost gives us a little peek into what the Big 12 is going to be like because this is a great basketball team. Had that magical run last year. I have to admit I was a little bit jealous about that <laughs> run because that was pretty cool for them. And it's just been a great rivalry over the years. And even even out of conference, they've, they've continued to play each other, and the games have been fantastic. I've just loved it. So it's great to have the Aztecs in here. They're willing to come and play in this building like we were willing to go to Viejas last year. And so this is pretty cool, and uh, I think for an early season game, this is about as good as it gets. All right, coming up next, my pregame conversation with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. As the Science Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Here's Jason Shepard. The matchup tonight, BYU and number 17, San Diego State. The Cougars and Aztecs meeting for the 78th time and for the fifth time since head coach Mark Pope became the head coach. The two teams have split the previous four with each team splitting at home and on the road. It's time now to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, and it's brought to you by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you, and I asked Coach Pope about this series with the Aztecs and why it's been important to keep playing it. Yeah, you know, we started this series when both teams were desperately looking for someone that could play that would give us each a quad one game. And um, Dutch was like, let's go. And we were like, let's go. And so we, we, I think we've loved each other for that as coaches because the, those games are really hard to come by. And, and um, then the series has turned out so great. Um, you know, we've won on each other's home floors. And, and uh, every game is super dynamic and ridiculously physical and high-level basketball and really close contests. And, and um, you know, what Dutch has done with that program last, you know, four years is just it's beyond belief right um they're every year a top 20 team and last year getting in the championship game the NCAA tournament and so it's uh you know we love this game love competing against this team it lets us see where we are early in the season and it's been great for us where are they because obviously it's not the same team that went to the championship game but you know as you just talked about what type of players play for San Diego State yeah they're tough and physical and they know exactly who they are um they play exactly who they are um, they are uh you know, they, they've lost a couple pieces. You know, Mintz, it seemed like he was there for 17 years and was, was such a great player for them. But Ladea is, you know, is, is uh, more dynamic offensively and more physical, and, and he's taking advantage of the, of the added time that he's got starting now. And, you know, shot 15 free throws in their home opener and uh, put up huge numbers. Um, they brought in, you know, Miles Heidi is really special. We, we, we recruited him a little bit, and uh, he's great off the bench. And, uh, They've got this backcourt back, right, um, which is so explosive. And, and uh, they're a great team. They guard, uh, and they guard, and they guard. And they rebound, and they rebound, and they rebound. And they're becoming more and more dy- dynamic offensively. And that's why they were one of the best two teams in the country last year. You're going to go with the same starting five that you opened the season with. Um, 
Any point of emphasis that you're looking specifically to get better from game one to game two tonight? Well, you know, we're going to be really challenged defensively um, um, with our physicality and our ability to kind of, um, you know, control the paint and control movement and, and be physical without fouling. Uh, we're going to be really, really tested that way. Our transition defense can be tested at a, at a great level. Us on the glass can be tested at a great level. And so we'd like to continue those, all those things. And, you know, we were super proud of being under 10 turnovers last game. And San Diego State is the best in the country at turning you over. And so um, uh, the challenges abound, and, and that's part of the reason why we love the game. All right, last question. Uh, it was great to see that Dallin Hall was able to get in the game, played 14 minutes in the season opener. Uh, do you look about the same for him tonight? Do you try and push it, maybe pull it back? What, what's the situation with him? Yeah, so we'll try um, and play him as much as we can. You know, he's still he's still um, uh, trying to come back from this you know this setback, and um, and and so we're being really really cautious and really really aggressive at the same time. And certainly, he's a massive part of this team, and especially in a game like this, and he really settles us. And so, uh, we're hoping to get as many minutes out of him tonight as we can. Coach, thanks for the time. Uh, should be a fun one. Good luck. Thanks, brother. That's BYU head coach Mark Pope. Now it's time for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think the team that wins the offensive rebound battle will probably win this game because both teams rely on getting offensive rebounds as part of their offense. That's a big That's a big one. Then, of course, BYU needs, I think they need to shoot about 35% from the three. If they can do that, they'll win. If not, it'll be a struggle. A quick reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats, alongside Mark Durant. Here's Jason Shepard. Shep and Mark with you courtside, the 17th-ranked Aztecs of San Diego State in the house tonight for a matchup with your BYU Cougars. Welcome to the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I was there last night. I love that place. As was mentioned before, both teams won their season openers for BYU. That was a 110-63 victory on Monday night against Houston Christian. Five Cougars scored in double figures, led by the senior Spencer Johnson with 20. Mark, it, it was a good win to start the year, but the degree of difficulty increases tonight. San Diego State is not Houston Christian. Well, I think it was mission accomplishment uh, accomplished with HCU because you, you just wanted to play solid. You wanted to run your stuff and, and get some good chemistry out there, give Dallin Hall a chance to kind of get on his feet a little bit, which I think is important. And Ali Khalifa let him play a little bit. And so now you're ready to go for kind of the, the, the prime time, the, the under the lights against a really good basketball team. So th- this will be a real test for, uh, for BYU. But San Diego State, I mean, it, that was a great team last year, granted, but they lost some seniors. Uh, I'm glad to see Matt Bradley gone, by the way. And, uh, but they've got they've got uh, 
Jaden Ledee, who had 27 the other night, he's he's a real deal, and so it's still going to be a challenge. But but maybe San Diego State's a little more vulnerable than they have been in years past because they they did lose some seniors. Coming up after the break, my conversation with Aztec assistant coach Chris Acker. This is the BYU Story Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Jason Shepard. Just a few minutes ago, I was able to speak with Aztec assistant coach Chris Acker, and I asked him how the coaching staff is handling wanting to take the momentum from last year, but also turning the page. You certainly want to build off of what was a fantastic year last year, but I know you want to turn the page. How have you guys as a coaching staff tried to walk that fine line? We tried to just um, celebrate the moments with the fans, and whenever there's been, uh, you know, whether celebrations or ring ceremonies, we tried to be immersed in that moment. But we don't really talk about it outside of that uh, to the guys, or even internally. We we really don't talk about what happened last year. You know, we've already a long time ago we shifted pace right to recruiting right away. So we've been in that mindset for a long time now. I was talking with Coach Pope and asking him why this has been an important series for BYU to play. I'll ask you the same question. Why has this been a, a series that has benefited both teams over the last couple years? Well, you got two really great programs, um, story programs. Um, you know, I wasn't here when Jimmer Fredette and Kawhi Leonard co- competed against each other, but, you know, I grew up in California watching those games. And, you know, being a fan of Jimmer Fredette, being a fan of Kawhi Leonard, you understood when I got here the importance of this game and that, that this is a program competition. This is not necessarily two teams playing against each other. You're representing the entire program and your city and everything from that standpoint. So it's just been an unbelievable event, and, and, and I hope pray we can continue to keep it going. I know it's a difficult question to ask going into just game two, but what type of team do you think you have? Um, I think we have a, a team very similar to last year in the, in the sense that we have great length. Um, athleticism. Um, I think we just got some younger guys and some new guys that are still trying to figure out exactly what we're asking of them. Um, And they're trying to figure out what it means to compete at this level. And so I think ultimately when it's all said and done, we're going to be right there uh, where we normally are at the top competing for championships. But only time will tell how long it'll take to get there. All right, last question. What do you see from this BYU team? Oh, man. An unbelievable three-point shooting team. Um, A really good uh, big inside with Trey Orr, um, a team that's relentless on the class, um, and a team that understands what their head coach wants from them. And that's always scary when you're the opposing team. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, back to the Marriott Center next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Number 17, San Diego State in the house, taking on the BYU Cougars. Well, folks, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot at American Ford. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show comes your way next. One final break. Wrapping the things up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Jason Shepard. Both teams on the floor. The cheerleaders are here. The crowd is loud. The rock is loud. Tip-off is next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.